Yoga Podcast team is taking a little break while we gear up to bring you an epic season two of the show. But we didn't want to leave you hanging. So in the meantime, I've gathered up some of my favorite IGTV episodes all about the business of yoga and turned them into some little mini episodes for you here on the podcast. Now, these episodes will usually be anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes where I give my two cents on a particular topic that has to do with the business of teaching yoga. I'm sharing from my just over a decade of experience as a yoga teacher, plus um, everything I've learned running a studio, creating and running teacher trainings, um, and now to running an online business. So if you are a yoga teacher and this is something that you do um, as your sole source of income or even as your your air quote side hustle, um, I really hope that you will find these little mini episodes helpful and useful. And if you'd like to stay connected and like kind of take, you know, that next step in our relationship, um, you can head over to my website, corajaru.com slash podcast love. And if you pop your name and your email in there, um, I'll send you a little audio compilation of what a few of my favorite guests from season one had to say when I asked them this question. If you could give one piece of advice to every new yoga teacher out there, what would it be? I think some of their answers might actually surprise you, to be honest. Um, so if you want to have a listen to what some of my favorite guests have had to say about that, we have Richard Miller on that little compilation, Cecily Milne, um, Dr. Shante Cofield, a lot of really great, um, well-established and experienced teachers sharing, you know, their advice and wisdom for all of us. Uh, so if you do want to grab that little audio download, feel free to head over to my website, corajaru.com slash podcast love, and you will get, um, updates from me and that sort of thing as well. When you pop your details in there. All right, so our regular scheduled programming will resume on February 2nd, 2021. But until then, we'll keep these little mini episodes coming. And between now and then, I will even share a couple of full-length episodes where I have been interviewed on other podcasts. Um, I love having an interview show. I get to talk to people who are way cooler than I am and, and sort of drill them with all of my questions about yoga and business and life. Um, but it's also super fun when uh, the tables have been turned. So I think we'll release maybe four or five, um, interviews that I've done over the year. So if you want to get to know a little bit about me and my story more than you already do, um, then keep your eyes peeled for those as well. Okay, so um, I hope you enjoy these little mini episodes and stay tuned for season two beginning in early Feb. And if you want to stay connected, remember it's corajaru.com slash podcast love. See you soon. Hey guys, Cora here from the Teaching Yoga Podcast. 
Today, I want to share with you the best piece of business advice that I have ever received that I think is super relevant right now and will help you move forward with whatever it is you need to move forward with. So I totally get it that the last video I talked about, it was like, it's okay to slow down. Healing takes time. That comes first and foremost. Um, but if you feel like you want to move forward, but there's something holding you back, I reckon this bit of business advice is going to help. So it starts with a story. A long, long time ago, in a far off land, I used to teach private yoga classes in people's homes. I don't do that shit anymore. But one of my private clients, let's call her Jane, was an incredibly, is an incredibly successful businesswoman. Jane started a hedge fund worth $7 billion, billion with a B, dollars that she later sold to a French bank. So Jane was pretty successful, is pretty successful. And she also did that on her own. She was a self-made woman. So every week I would come to Jane's house, and we, which was pretty fucking baller, by the way. And we would do our yoga class. And then afterwards, we would do like the chit chat. Yoga teachers, you all know what I'm talking about. You would talk about life, right? We talk about yoga. We talk about her children. We would talk about relationships. We'd speak about yoga and, and business. I told Jane one time that I really wanted to open a yoga studio. This was ages ago. And Jane was like, yeah, cool. And as we continued to practice yoga together, do yoga together, when I would come to Jane's house, that conversation continued to evolve. And at one point, Jane stopped me and she said, I need to tell you something. You need to make sure that you don't spend too much time on the last 20% of whatever project you're working on. Said in another way, Jane said, you need to get this to 80% and move on. And I paused for a second. And I was like, Jane, girl, 80% is like a B. And she was like, yep, see you next week. And so like I left Jane's session and like walked back to my car and I was like, what? This crazy successful businesswoman told me that I need to get my projects, whatever they were, to 80% and then move on. I once had my first ever panic attack in university when I got a B on a paper for the first time. I literally got the grade on the computer, slid off of the chair onto the floor and freaked the fuck out. So when Jane told me, this crazy successful businesswoman, that I need to get my projects to 80% and then move on, and that the last 20% of the time is actually wasted time and can hold you back from moving forward, I was floored. So I pondered on this all week until I saw Jane again. And I, and I showed up and I was like, hey, are you serious? This means like 80% is like a B and like, I don't know, is, is that? And she continued to reinforce this idea that you had to get a project to the point where it was good enough. That's why I have this tattoo. And then you move on. So I quizzed her about this. We talked about it a lot. 
it took me a really long time to adjust this mindset. I'm a recovering perfectionist because of this conversation with Jane, many conversations with Jane. And adopting this mindset of like done is better than perfect is what has allowed me to run multiple yoga teacher trainings, be a part owner of several yoga studios, release two podcasts, launch two podcasts that, you know, there's just one now though, right? Teaching yoga. That's one we're all listening to, teaching yoga with Cora Giroux. Um, and, and it has now enabled me to shift gears again and run an online business. None of those things are or were perfect, especially not in the beginning. Like I got pretty good at teacher training. Not gonna lie, after a while. But in the beginning, I had I was like, what am I doing? I have no idea. And I really let the fear of it not being perfect hold me back for quite a while. Like even these IGTV videos. I hate how they look in my feed. I'm sad that there's no filter. I hate this weird painting thing in the background. But this is just a spot where there's light in the house that I live in for the next couple of days. Um, But that's the way things are and we have to move forward anyway. So if you need time to heal, girl or guy, take it. But if you're letting the fear of your online classes not being perfect hold you back from releasing them or um, any other online workshop or course, or you know, maybe you wanna launch a podcast or you have this idea for a video series that you wanna do, but you're worried that you don't completely understand the tech or you don't um, know exactly what to do, I say do it anyway and you'll figure it out as you go. Otherwise, you can let that fear of it not being perfect keep it from ever even being birthed out into the world. So Jane says, I think that's a song. Maybe it's a pixie song. Jane says, get it to 80% and move on. Done is better than perfect. Let things be good enough. I also thought like if getting a B had a tagline, like if A was like, you're a superstar, B would be like, good enough. Um, Jane also, remember, did that thing worth $7 billion. So it's not like she's playing small. 